Accelerate learning by prioritizing outcomes and providing just-in-time support. Explore a three-step process which includes identifying priority standards, determining gaps in prerequisite learning, and providing just-in-time support for unlearned prerequisite skills. The COVID-19 pandemic has significantly disrupted the education system for over a year. This has led to concerns about unfinished learning and poor academic performance. As we move into a new school year, we need to address these concerns. We might even be tempted to spend the first couple months of the school year reviewing, reteaching, filling in gaps, and completing unfinished units. However, this would be a mistake. The new Teacher Project's Learning Acceleration Guide points out that, while well-intentioned, this approach often means the students who fell behind never encounter the work of their grade, instead remaining trapped in a cycle of low-quality or below-grade-level work. In other words, we can't go back and reteach last year while also expecting our students to move ahead. To continue to grow, students must engage with rigorous content, including current grade-level standards. Dwelling too much on the past can also amplify inequities among our learners. Research by the U.S. Department of Education confirms that the pandemic has had a disproportionate impact on the achievement of students who are already underserved, including students of color. Hanover Research came to a similar conclusion, stating, in particular, low-income, Latinx, and black students will likely see higher-than-average learning loss due to the COVID-19-related school closures. We cannot let our approach to the new school year deepen these inequities. Instead, we must make sure that all of our students have equal opportunities to advance academically. To accelerate learning for all students, we must implement a just-in-time approach. This means embedding prerequisite skills within the context of new learning and remediating only at the point of need rather than as a separate detached learning event. Learning Sciences International author Meg Bowen describes it this way. The key to accelerating rather than remediating is determining the critical skills and concepts that students are missing and providing scaffolds that will bridge gaps while teaching the missing skills with surgical precision and efficiency. We can do this by focusing our limited time on reteaching only the priority concepts our students need to succeed in their current grade level learning experience. We don't have time to fill every gap from last year but we can strategically build bridges to this year's new learning with a just-in-time approach. Three steps can help us condense our standards, maximize efficiency, and ultimately accelerate learning. Number one, identify priority grade level standards. Number two, determine gaps in prerequisite learning. And number three, provide just-in-time support for unlearned prerequisite skills. Number one, identify priority grade level standards. There are two main parts to this task. The first is to engage students in grade level standards. In the Carnegie Corporation article, How to Accelerate Learning for All Students in the 2020-21 School Year, Ryan Colon, Director of Math Content Design for Teaching Lab, says, Denying students access to grade level content is counterproductive and further widens the achievement gaps. If we spend the first month or two of school reviewing and reteaching concepts from the previous school year, we're essentially denying students access to grade level content during that time period, and they will not be moving forward. If we want to accelerate learning, we need to engage our students primarily in their current grade level content. The second part of this task focuses on the word priority. 
As we move forward with new grade level content, we'll almost certainly encounter gaps in necessary prerequisite skills. Since we want our students to be successful, we'll need to bridge these gaps. This will take time, and our time is limited. Therefore, we will likely not be able to teach everything in our curriculum, and we will need to prioritize which standards we will teach. Heather Clayton, author of Making the Standards Come Alive, suggests three key criteria for determining which standards are priority standards. Endurance, the standard represents learning that goes beyond one course or grade level and is representative of a concept or skill that's important in life. Leverage, the standard represents learning that's applied both within the content area and in other content areas. And readiness. The standard represents learning that's essential for success in a new unit, course of study, or grade level. Each teacher or school will need to determine what process to use for identifying priority standards. We could choose to review the standards as a grade level team or department, or we might collaborate with a district curriculum specialist. During this process, we might decide to create a new document that lists standards in order of importance, or we could color code our scope and sequence based on priority level. However we decide to do this, the key is to determine which standards are must-do and which are nice-to-do. Once that is done, we can prioritize our teaching and learning time on the must-dos while working in the nice-to-dos when we have time. Number two, determine gaps in prerequisite learning. Once our team has identified the priority standards, we will need to determine which standards from prior years are prerequisite for success with the new standards. If we have a scope and sequence document, we can look at the skills listed in previous steps of the sequencing. If we do not have such a document, we can put the standards from the previous year next to our new ones and determine which are necessary to complete the new learning. Then we will need to determine if our students have gaps in these prerequisite skill areas. There are a number of approaches we can take to gather this information. Here are a few options to consider. Talk to teachers who taught the previous grade to get their insights. Review standardized test data. Administer a pretest. Observe students as they work on new grade level tasks. Ask students where they feel they need support. However this is approached, we will need to determine which students need support and where they need help. We will not have the time to fill all the gaps from last year, but we will need to find adequate time to support these key foundational skills if we want students to be successful moving forward. Number three. Provide just-in-time support for unlearned prerequisite skills. Finally, we must provide the support necessary for our students to be successful. To maximize both efficiency and effectiveness, this is best done at the point of need, or just-in-time. Rather than reviewing extensively at the beginning of the school year, we should review or reteach material when priority learning intersects with new learning. This will maximize the relevance for the student and give them an authentic need to master the material. They will also be able to immediately apply it in their new learning, making it much more likely that our students will retain what they've learned. As our students experience success, their confidence will be boosted, and the benefits of learning the content will be reinforced. This will increase the potential for accelerating additional learning in the future. The methods we use to reteach and support our students will vary depending on how many students demonstrate a need. If the entire class missed the content, we might need to teach a full class mini-lesson, or we could embed that skill directly into the lessons we're using to teach the new grade level content. If a few students know the material, we could give those students an enrichment activity while the rest of the class joins us for a mini-lesson. 
If only a few students need help with a skill, we could either pull them aside for a short individualized lesson, or we could assign a computer-based lesson. If we're implementing station rotation, we can use the teacher station for small group sessions. If we're using playlists, we can build in choices that provide support and relearning opportunities to those who need extra help. However we choose to do this, interventions will be most effective if they're framed in terms of the new learning and facilitated at the time of need. It's helpful to have some type of document to guide your conversation and planning. This sample worksheet that's linked in this article outlines one way to work through the three parts of prioritizing standards, identifying prerequisite skills, and outlining potential supports. To use this document, click File and then make a copy to generate an editable version. Of course, if this form doesn't work for you or match your learning style, consider working as a team to develop your own working document or planning guide. The goal is to come up with something to help you review, assess, and plan. In future articles, we'll explore additional assessment and support strategies that you can use to power this process in your classroom.